monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G. And joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. Yeah? Just holding this cute baby. Yeah, we got this uh, little baby little baby creature running around. Yep. She's not running. Nope. She's just laying pretty still, actually. So you may hear some gurgling, some cooing, some cute baby noises. We basically just hold her all day. Oh, yeah, there you go. Look at that. Wasn't so that, eh? cute. Pretty wild. She watched this movie with us, too. So welcome back to the program. Nicole, program. welcome to 2022. Or as I like to call it, 2020 Part 3. <laughs> I wish uh, that people could hear the look I'm giving you right now. I think they can probably imagine it. <laughs> uh, so it was my turn to pick this week. Month. Because January... I can't believe we used to do this weekly. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it was my turn to pick, and I am nothing if not predictable, right. and I chose a uh, movie that I've been wanting to watch for a long time, a 1968 Japanese fantasy horror film directed by Kimi Yasuda, uh, entitled Yokai Monsters 100 Monsters. Except for this wasn't the one you were thinking of, was well, it? Well, here's the thing. It was. It was the movie I was thinking, but it wasn't the movie that I thought it was. So, like, I meant <laughs> to pick this movie, but I realized after the first, like, 30 minutes... Oh, that's right. The second movie is the one that everyone says is really good. I mean, we got to start somewhere, right? Might as well start with the first. I, well, yeah, well, exactly. It would have probably driven me crazy to watch the second one first, even though they are not connected in any way. Anyway, let's have a listen to is the like all... Is series, then? Well, there, there's three movies that are in this Yokai Monsters trilogy, um, but they're not, like, connected plot-wise. But they're all about... <laughs> uh, we'll get into it. The movie is Yokai Monsters 100 Monsters, and here is the all-Japanese-language trailer. Enjoy! あの<笑> Ah! <laughs> 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 
Yeah, Yokai Monsters. Uh, in Japanese, it is called Yokai Hyaku Monogatari, literally 100 Yokai Tales. So, uh, like I say, it's the first in a trilogy of films in the late 60s around focusing on Japanese monsters, collectively known as Yokai. Nicole, were you aware of Yokai prior to this film? No. Okay. So yokai, which literally means strange apparition. Did you know that? You know, that? I may have. I think um, one of my podcasts that I listened to did something about yokai. Yeah, like it, it, it's kind of like I've read a few things about yokai. Like I've read a couple of books and I've, you know, I'm a bit of a weeboo. So I do have some well, background. I on... think the podcast that I was listening to actually is focused on, there's a specific name for the Japanese, um, like long haired girl, like dark. Mm-hmm. Well, Japanese yeah. ghosts are called yurei. I feel like it, the specific. I'm sure there is one. Has yeah. a name for it. The specific, like, ring type girls. There's so many of those stories that they have a name for that type of story, I think. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure if I'm mixing it up with yokai or not. You are, because that, that has those are not yokai. This doesn't have They're to be They're not demons. No. So, um, okay. yokai, uh, literally, according to Wikipedia here, the, the, is composed of the kanji for attractive, calamity, and apparition. So um, they're also, also referred to as Ayakashi and Mononoke or Mamano. So they're not demons in the, like, the Western mm. theological sense. Right. Uh, there are spirits or entities and their behavior ranges from malevolent to mischievous to friendly to lucky to helpful. Um, but uh, it, it kind of stems from the whole idea of like um, the, the animism of, of Japanese culture, like where there's all things are possessed of a spirit, inanimate or otherwise. Um, and uh, according to, again, Wikipedia, Japanese folklorists and historians describe yokai as the personifications of supernatural or unaccountable phenomena. So in the Edo period, um, there was lots of artists who were creating these yokai, uh, taking inspiration from folk tales or just making stuff up themselves. Uh, so a lot, and um, um, a lot of the yokai we see in this movie, and a lot of modern yokai is drawn from the mythology specifically of one comic artist, um, uh, Shigeru Mitsuki, who uh, had a comic called uh, Gegege no Kitaro, who is this little boy, who's like a little yokai boy who has like one eye, and it's it's really cool. We have a bunch of his books; they're oh, great. Cool. So a ton of these of what we now think of as like modern yokai and the imagery of yokai comes from um, Gigage no Hitaro comics. Oh, okay. That's or interesting. Manga. Yeah. You and I have both been, you more than me, have been interested in a lot of like old folk horror lately. That's my favorite kind of horror. So this is yeah. Japanese one. Folk tales, folk horror. Cool. Yeah. And so like yokai are very unique because they're not just like regular monsters like yeah. in other cultures. They're not just like the boogeyman or what have you. Like, and in this movie that is reflected as well in some of the types of yokai we see. Um, but let's talk about the movie itself. So, um, the poster is really good. Every, like, all the monsters in this movie are all puppets or animated. And they look awesome. I would agree so with good. that. And I think that the poster um, is the best unique. part of the movie. I was about to say that, and I'm like, oh, yeah. but you don't want to say that about a movie. The, no, the yeah, poster you can, is 100% the best part of this movie, so unfortunately. I liked this movie. I did but, not. as I described to you today in the car, this is a boring movie at 80 minutes, but it happens <sighs> to be a very boring movie 
in a very specific style and era of movie and filmmaking that I really, really like. Yeah. So even though, like, yeah, I objectively see that this movie is dull as shit, I still really like it, but I can, but I, I can't defend it, and I won't try. I mean, I always, not always, but do my best to be positive, and I mm-hmm. usually like to like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like this movie. It was boring. I had a very hard time staying awake, not just because we have a newborn. Mm -hmm. Um, But the things I did like about this was how the monsters looked. Oh, yeah, it looks so good. Particularly the woman with long neck. She was scary looking. Which isn't a spoiler. I mean, we spoil a shit out of movies anyway. Everything in this... No, it's it's on on the poster. No, posters are spoilers. Look, if you are sensitive... If you don't want to know anything about this, then frankly, why are you listening to a podcast about a movie? Um, And I liked the sets. Like, it was clearly on sets. (coughs) Oh, yeah. That they filmed it. So I really liked the detail on the set. I liked the color. Yeah. Is it Technicolor? I don't know what how they did the colors (coughs) back then. I don't know if this was Technicolor or not. But But it looks cool. Um, That is the only good things I liked about it. Okay. Well, let's get into some detail. So... The funny thing about this movie to me is the the plot of this movie. Uh, it's called Yokai Monsters: A Hundred Monsters. It's basically meatballs. So the premise of this movie is there's a ragtag band of misfits who live in a tenement house, and an evil uh, land developer is gonna buy the shrine and the tenement house and knock it over to put in a brothel. And so the ragtag band of misfits have to stop the rich kids from across the lake so, from taking over their I think camp. Calling it meatballs is even giving it too much credit, and I didn't <laughs> even like meatballs. So. I, that's crazy. So I will also just say, yeah, the, the plot is not really that important. So like I say, bad guy wants to tear down the shrine in their houses to build a brothel. Uh, he's a dickhead, so he holds this Hyakumonogatari uh, Kaiden Kai ceremony, which is an actual thing from Japanese history where they would sit around and tell various tales of yokai, a hundred of them specifically, and as each one is told, they blow out a candle until the last one is blown out, which is said to summon an evil spirit, and then you have to do a cleansing ritual to cleanse the evil spirit so that you're not cursed. But then they were all like, fuck the cleansing ritual. Yeah, because this guy's like, I'm a dickhead, I'm the bad guy, fuck y'all, I'm just, here's my idea for cleansing ritual, I'm gonna give everyone bribes. Because he was a dill hole, uh, which so. of course summons, and then also there's a, um, a, uh, uh, oh, just a simple Ronin who's hanging out in the tenement house. And they're all like, why don't you save us? And he's like, oh, I don't want to get involved. Uh, but he does get involved and he's a cool samurai. But he's, I, as I was watching it, I was like, oh man, this guy is like discount barrel Toshiro Mifune. And like, we have Toshiro Mifune at home and this is what we have. And it's not, he's not a good substitute for Toshiro Mifune. <laughs> but <laughs> we have it at home. We have Toshiro Mifune at home. But like, yeah, so ultimately it turns out that the, um, the uh what do you call him my mind just oh i lost the word the the he's not the bailiff it's the landlord no the the guy above him the magistrate or whatever yeah so he's like the guy in charge of that district because this is in feudal japan right uh and it turns out that he's a a bad bad scumbag and the the ronin ended up actually being a representative of the higher up guy of his that imperial magistrate so it ends up the bad guy gets his comeuppance at the end all the bad guys who don't die get their comeuppance. Most of them do die, either at their own hands or at the hands of scary monsters. The whole last part was scene was pretty cool with the monsters. Every scene with the monsters in it was great. 
There's just not that many of them. I mean, I'll say the Umbrella Monster was pretty ridiculous. That was, it was supposed to be, though. He's supposed to be funny. Like, that wasn't supposed to be scary. The Umbrella Monster is, like, objectively a funny yokai. Like, that's what I'm saying. Not all yokai are meant to be scary. Okay. Like, well, he's just, like, the... like That one's sort of like, oh, I lost my umbrella. Oh, it must have been a yokai. It, it hopped away on one foot. That's kind of stupid. No, it's... I can't believe that I'm the one who doesn't... Usually it's me who sounds culturally insensitive, like a big, dumb, stupid white person, but today it's you. Do you want to take that back? Okay. Yeah, you're right, Nicole. Ancient (laughs) Japanese tradition is stupid. No, I did not say that. That's exactly what you said. You said, that's stupid. I liked all the other monsters except for one. You don't have to like it, but I'm explaining to you why it's not stupid. It wasn't supposed to scare you. He's supposed to be cute and funny. It's not cute or funny. It's dumb. Well, anyway, I liked him, um, and frankly, he was far less troubling than the um, the handicapped young gentleman who, who everyone's always yelling at. They're like, "Oh, he's just like a child." I'm like, "Well, he's, you know, he's he is like a child." Yeah, he's yeah. You know, he's ha- he's handicapped. He's a good guy. He's happy. His dad's an asshole. But yeah, him so, and the umbrella monster are made for each other. Yeah, it's not a monster though. But uh, yeah, so the monsters look great. <laughs> the yokai look great. Uh, a lot of the yokai in this, um, their their appearances are, I believe, based on a lot of um, uh, Shigeru Mitsuki designs. Um, but yeah, the, the plot doesn't really matter, really. These no, people are going to try and lose their home. They don't want to lose their home. Yokai show up, wreak, wreak some havoc. I liked the whole part. There was a scene where they're like fishing. Yeah, that was good. And then he's like warning them that if they fish, there's a cursed pond. I liked that idea. I think I liked. Sorry. I think you were hoping it was gonna be more of an anthology I of stories. Liked the, yeah, and I liked the concepts more than I liked the movie. So yeah. I liked the idea of yokai. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of um, the ritual of yeah. um, like blowing out the candles and doing a cleansing ritual. And I think I'd be more interested in like reading about those things than watching this movie. Yeah, I would say that I agree with all of that stuff you said, except that I also still kind of enjoyed the movie. It's not great. It's pretty boring, but the effects are cool. I like that era of Japanese filmmaking, so it looks great. But uh, it does sound like the movie we should have watched is Yokai Monster's Spook Warfare, which is the second one, which is the much more popular and much more lighthearted one, which was then... There was a second... There was also a third one, but then they remade or updated. They made a 2005 movie called The Great Yokai War, which is sort of a modern reboot of... Yokai Monsters Spook Warfare uh, and directed by Takashi Miike who we've covered on this podcast a couple the, of times. The poster is also very good for this one too. Japanese movie posters from like yeah. from like 1950 to like the 80s are awesome. They're gorgeous. They're so cool. Um Yo, you were telling me about how like the hundred monsters is like there's a parade of a hundred. Yeah, the monsters, night parade of a hundred. Which I thought monsters. was really yeah. interesting as well. I mean, you got to see it at the end of the movie. That was yeah, great. Yeah, I it thought so and cool. they kind of like um fade into nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. The color is great in this movie. The monsters look cool, except for the umbrella. And that's about it. <laughs> but, yeah, all the concepts are really interesting. And I will say that watching, even though I didn't like the movie, watching this movie made me aware of those things because you told me. And I would definitely like go and research more about those because I think thought it was really interesting. Well, I can recommend you some books. And we have a lot of Shigeru Mizuki manga. So. I want to like I like the history of yeah. folklore like this. Yeah, I would also recommend um, checking out Gegege no Kitaro because the the anime, which is really good. There's two. There was one in the '60s and one in the like a couple of years ago. Oh, really? That's Kitaro. 
Very cool. You can't see it. I'm showing her a picture of him, but he's very he cool. He looks like a bumblebee. He's a little boy. He's just wearing a vest that happens to oh, have Oh, I thought he also horns. had, like, a horn. No. He, he does, but bumblebees don't have horns. I'm not horned, but, like, antennae. <laughs> no, he's got, like, a little dude what lives on his head and it comes Aww. out of his eye socket. Aww. Yeah. He's Cute. great. So, yeah. Uh, I meant to pick Spook Warfare, but we watched this one instead. Maybe <laughs> someday we'll do Spook Warfare on this podcast. What's the third one? Uh, the third one is called uh, Yokai Monsters... Um, <laughs> Oh, hell. What's it called? Yo- oh, hell. Oh, hell. I just had it. It's called Yokai Monsters. Uh, it's called the Tokaido Oboki. Yeah. Yokai Monsters Along with Ghost. So this one also brings in Yure, which is the... Um, when was this one made? 69? Yeah, the same year as Spook Warfare. So in okay. two years, they made these three movies. And so I believe... So the first one was directed by Kimiyoshi Yasuda. And then the second movie... Uh, Spook Warfare was directed by Yoshiyuki Kuroda, and then I think the third one was by um, Kimiyoshi Yasuda and Yoshiyuki Kuroda. So. I mean, I hope I didn't sound culturally insensitive. When you said that it was stupid, you kind of did, but... (laughs) Okay. Well, I I apologize for that. I just thought that I liked the other monsters better than the Umbrella one. I love the Umbrella. Honestly, the Umbrella monster was the guy I was most excited to see, because I love that yokai. He's so funny looking. Big old eyeball, tongue sticking Wait, out. Wait, so these all have, like, root and actual... These are all, like, actual yokai. Like, you see, there's, like, okay, a... Um... I'm sorry. I thought that they were just invented for this movie. No, I mean, some of them are, are date back from, like, early legends. Some of them were probably created in, like, uh, Kitaro manga and stuff like that. But, like, they're all... There was at least one, um... Oh, my... I'm very tired and sleep-deprived, but there's another yokai what has... like It's got, like, a duck bill... It doesn't matter. I'm too sleepy for <laughs> Oh, this. no. You gave up there. I did. I'm just... <laughs> the long neck lady was really cool, and I don't know if anyone's seen the newest um, season of Creepshow, but it reminded me of one of the stories from Creepshow that was really interesting and had practical effects. And it reminded me of this movie, so um, also check out Creepshow. Really good. Are you I still also looking like it up? Show. I'm trying to. I, I just, it's really bothering me. Like I know a lot about this yokai, but I'm just sleepy and I can't think of his name. And none of their oh. kappa. It's kappa. K a p p a. Kappa. Oh, okay. <sighs> Fuck. There you go. That's enough. I'm done. Fuck this podcast. I'm leaving. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is a weird, tepid. Um, Nicole doesn't recommend this movie. I don't either, but I did like it. And if you are into this era of Japanese pop culture and and folklore and stuff, then, yeah, it's 80 minutes long. What else are you going to do? It's better than Tiger King. And I have agreed to watch the second one. I think that one sounds good, too, so... Yeah, I'm sure that we'll like that one better. Yeah. But again, it's 80 minutes. I would watch all of them in this trilogy, and it is interesting to see movies from different eras and how... They did the practical effects yeah. and I wouldn't the even, color and sets and everything. Like we, this is the 116th episode of this podcast. We've done you know 150 some movies. This is definitely in the upper half. Like it's better than half of the movies we've watched on this podcast. Oh yeah, remember when we've I watched some dog shit? Tokolosh. You're still mad about Tokolosh. We've watched some fucking bad, bad, irredeemably bad movies on this podcast. Yeah, this one was just like meh. Yeah, I, I and yeah. I actually enjoyed my conversations. With you about it more than I am I very fun to talk to. Oh my god, I can't give you a compliment. You just like take it so 
Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, go ahead, please. I'm not bailing you out of this one. <laughs> you go ahead. You dig this hole, you climb back out. We are both tired. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, love the Japanese people and their culture, and Nicole doesn't, but that's okay. No, I do. <laughs> I want to go to Japan. Well, they won't let you in now so they hear what you said about the umbrella, okay? What if I bring an umbrella as a peace offering? I think they'll just feel like you're like pandering to them. Oh, no. They'll be like, ugh, stupid white chick condescending to us. Oh, no, and I'm like, dug but... myself in a hole here I can't get out of. Yeah. Dear. Oh, dear. You're a fan of Hello Kitty. You like all the Sanrio characters, right? No. <laughs> you like a Gretzico. I like a Gretzico. I'm not a Hello Kitty fan. You say that, but if I found... like You would, you like fucking My Little Pony. How, you're not better than fucking Hello Kitty. I don't, didn't say I'm better than Hello Kitty. It's just yeah, but that don't I'm not... be like... I'm not into Hello Kitty. It's like Hello Kitty is cooler than My Little Pony. I disagree with you. Well, you're wrong. The history of Hello Kitty is very fascinating. It is very fascinating. I saw it on the toys that made us, and it's really cool. Yeah. My friend, I actually, she is obsessed with Hello Kitty, and her... Who? I'm not going to say her name on the podcast. I worked with her at the Science Center. Oh, so somebody you worked with like a decade ago. Yeah. yeah your close personal friend. Anyway, <laughs> she has a Hello Kitty... Lunchbox. Engagement ring. Diamond encrusted oh, yeah. engagement ring with pink diamonds as the bow. It was so the I'm not, fucking cutest I'm not thing I've ever seen. I think that's okay. No, I'm not, I'm not well, making fun of either. I think that's dope. No, I don't like when you say dope. I've honey. been trying it out this week. I've been like trying out saying, "Oh, that shit's dope," and you're she not, does not like it. You're not like a 1990s skater. Like I think is you that who said just that? Drop it. Oh, I don't want to be a skater boy. Yeah, don't be a skater See boy. See you later, boy. <laughs> anyway, it was the cutest ring ever, and. Like, the Hell Kitty merchandise is really cute, but that's about it. Sanrio. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that's going to wrap us up here for Yokai Monsters 100 Monsters. Nicole, what are we watching next month? We are watching one that I've um, heard a lot about. but Where did you hear about this movie? I've never even heard of it. Um, I've heard it mentioned a few times on that YouTube channel I've been watching oh. now, Possessed by Horror. And it's called um, Gon- Gonjiam Haunted, Haunted Asylum from 2018. Directed, directed by John Bomshik. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. And I well, think we have it sounds had, really good. We have had a lot of luck with Korean horror on this podcast. And I think it's not, not my first Korean horror movie I picked. But not even close. I usually leave it up to you to pick the Korean horror movies because I know that's what you like. And you know all the good ones. I, I don't. I, I'm is, far from I've an heard, expert. I've heard lots of good things about this one, so I'm excited to watch it. Over the years of doing this podcast, I've kind of come to learn the types of horror I'm interested in. And it is usually Asian horror films or folk horror films. And then you like all the other stuff. I like, Slashers. I like, like lots of stuff. But haunted houses. You know, growing up in North America and seeing um, just North American horror movies, it's really Boring. good and interesting to see things from other countries yeah. <laughs> because they sometimes they do things differently and are scarier because it's not what i'm used to you get like yeah. kind of burnt out on the same scares the same tropes if you oh. will but i also like sorority babes in the slime ball bowl of rama bowl of rama that's the other kind of horror movie i like <laughs> didn't you watch like where like ss Woman or something. Elsa She-Wolf of the SS. With our our first newborn son when we had... Yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, that's, that's why I know what kind of horror movies I like. Because I've watched a ton of all the different kinds. 
And, like, I get really obsessively into the weeds, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a big horror nerd. And then I watched a lot of, like, the really grimy horror movies that real horror nerds are, like, obsessed with, and they go, oh, I actually don't like these. I think I like reading about them more than I like watching them. You don't, well, horror is such a big genre. You don't yeah, have exactly. to like everything. No. And you don't have to make yourself watch everything. Well, and it comes and goes in ways, right? There's definitely times in my life where all I want is to watch the dog shittiest horror movie, no matter what it is, just because it's fascinating, but... I find like I'm, I'm not there right I now. I try to get out of my comfort zone, but horror, the Just horror genre is like what I want to consume the most of: movies, books, mm-hmm. everything. And but just this past year, I got into sci-fi, which is a, which can be kind of horror-ish as well. Yeah, there's lots of horror sci-fi. That's cool. Yeah. Well, what That's a fun nice. adventure we've gone on together. Yeah. So yeah, tune in uh, next month so in February. For Gonjiam Haunted Asylum. A newer movie this time around. Yeah, 2018. How about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. There's some movies coming out this year that I think we should do. Like, new releases. Like what? That new Ty West movie, X. Have you watched that trailer I sent no. you yet? No, of course not. And then there's that movie where the Foo Fighters rent a haunted house. Oh, you told me about that. <laughs> that sounds re- I think it's called, fun. like, Studio 666. It looks, I it like, looks dope. I think... Oh, no, Joey, No. <laughs> No, Joey. All right. Well, until next time, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy, kissy. Dope. ゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲゲ